Welcome back to the Magic of Egypt podcast, episode six, the long-awaited episode. Of- the Moon Knight episode. <laughs> the Moon Knight episode. That was fun researching this one. Mm-hmm. We binge- well, I, we were just watching movies. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We we binge watched everything. It was great. So I'm Allie. This is Amber, and thank you so much for joining us. This is going to be a fun one. It is. I was going to say hi when she said my name, but I had my mouth full of Starbies, so. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to start with episode one. Well, should we talk about Moon Knight in case someone doesn't know what it is? Uh, Maybe, yeah, probably. Does anyone not know what it is? I don't know. So, (laughs) Moon, to, to summarize, Moon Knight is a Marvel series that came out on Disney Plus a couple months ago. And it's about, you know, the Egyptian gods, really just two gods, honestly, but hopefully they're going to get a season two. Spoiler, we like it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good entertainment show. Like, I don't know. It's got its problems and we're going to go over that. But, you know, it's, it's nothing catastrophic, I think. No, I don't think so. So. I think it kind of has its, it's a... I think that their representation of the Norse pantheon is worse than their representation of the comedic pantheon. I think I'm doing I'm doing a think because I don't know. Well, but they also yeah. have a lot more material to work with. So maybe if Moon Knight gets renewed, it's just all downhill <laughs> from here. <laughs> I took another drink of my Starbucks. Um She has a frappuccino. I do. It's so good. She's on a time crunch here. <laughs> mm. Also, it's really hard for me not to, like, chug it. Mm-hmm. It's so good. So what we're going to do is what Amber and I did was we watched all the episodes and we kind of took notes of the things that we caught were very obviously incorrect. And then we're just going to kind of go through episode by episode and kind of talk about what we noticed didn't line up with uh, antiquity. Yes. Most of mine is just shit posting though. Her document, so like we take notes in like Google Docs, and I opened her, her notes, and it's like six pages long of just shit posting. It is. <laughs> this is why I probably didn't do well in school because I just shit posted in my notes. Because <laughs> she told me she's like, yeah, mine is five pages long. Mine is like three, and I'm like, oh my god. I really missed a lot of stuff, and then I opened it, and I'm like, oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. No. <laughs> Just shit post. <sighs> so. Yes. Episode one, the goldfish problem. Oh, you even wrote the names of the episode? Yeah. I did not. <laughs> I take really good notes. I have a lot of Virgo in my chart. <laughs> I, I'm a pieces of set, so, like, um. Well, Yeah. I think this is... I use, like, <laughs> bulletins. I, I put some time codes. Like... No. Nope. I was taking this V-serious. <laughs> I was, too. It was just most of mine was, like... <laughs> most of mine was shit posting. <laughs> so, the first thing that I noticed is, like... I even put a time code in for this. At five minutes and six seconds in. Wow, Ali. <laughs> I, I know. You. I know. I know. I love you. I think that's the only time code I have. Um... <laughs> It's when, oh shit, I forgot his name. Harold? No, Steve. not Mark. Steven. Steven, thank you. <laughs> when um, 
<laughs> not Mark. <laughs> when Steven is talking to the little girl who's throwing the, the trash into the pyramid, he's like, yeah, you know, they would take the, the hook and pull out all the organs and like they'd be a mummy. And then she's like, did it hurt you that you didn't get accepted into the field of reeds? And he's like, what? Which like, you know. I guess we should also put, like, a huge spoiler warning on this episode. Oh, yeah, probably. If you haven't watched Moon Knight, do not listen to this episode. <laughs> or do. We can't tell you what to do, but, like, you're going to spoil it. Yeah. Um, the During the actual mummification process, they only use the hook for the brains, not for all the organs. So it would go up... I feel a little bit like that the the woman from the mummy whose name I also can't remember because I need I need to drink coffee. Evie. Evie, yeah, when she's like, um, you did a TikTok with that yes, audio word. I, like... I love it. It was <laughs> one of my favorite ones that I did. Because somebody was like, You look just like, you know, like the way that she and when I did the TikTok, that was before I saw the movie. And so You haven't seen the mummy? I've seen it this past Christmas, but when I did the TikTok I didn't see it at that point. Amber. <laughs> In my defense, it was like 1999. I was like, how old was I? 8, 10. It scared the shit out of me. I wasn't going to watch it. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, you know, I, I feel like I'm about to go on like a little bit of an Eevee rant where it's like, this is how you get the mummification process happened. But I, I don't think that's a good thing for me to go over right now because I feel like it's kind of. Maybe we'll do an episode about mummification. Oh, that would be fun. And we'll go more into it there because some people are, you know, squeamish and I don't want to, like, gross anyone out. But the the hook was only used for the brain, not all the organs, like, uh, like not Mark said. <laughs> I'm just going to call him not Mark for the rest of the not episode. <laughs> Poor Steven. And that's one of my notes, too, because I'm like, I honestly feel for him because, you know, we're comedics. We're kind of like amateur Egyptologists, and that's kind of what he uh -huh. is. And he's got such a great heart. Let's be real. I mean, a little bit he can be. You want to like, yeah, dumb, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> but I feel for him. <laughs> oh, I have one note in here. This is I forgot why I made this note. I put no context. I'm an idiot. <laughs> But yeah, for, for that point, I think that's kind of everything that I have to say. And then the next thing I noticed that on the, the Aeneid poster, it has shoe Horus, which as we talked about previously, that almost doesn't mean anything. Osiris, Tefnut, Geb, and Hathor. When the Aeneid c consists of them, but it's shoe Tefnut, Geb, Newt, uh, Wasir, Aset, Set, uh, Heruer, and Nebthet. Yeah. So it's like, it's not right. It's not totally wrong, but it's not right. And we're talking about the poster in the scene where not Mark trips <laughs> over like a bunch of boxes in the, the storage room and his boss is just like, get out, get out, get out, get out. And he's holding up. He's like, you know, this poster isn't right. It's not right. We don't like Donna. Donna can go fuck herself. I forgot um, she had a name. Yeah, she did. Also, they had, like, the f the family tree poster in the background in that scene. And you can find this on, like, online. I used to have it on my phone. Is it, like, an actual poster? Yeah. I'll, I'll send it to you. Remind okay. me. Remind me when we're done recording. I'll send it to you. 
I will absolutely not remember, but I love that you think that I will. <laughs> I will remember when I'm sitting here, when I edit the episode and I'm listening to this and I'm like, oh, I need to send that to Allie. <laughs> yeah, and they'll send it to me and I'll be like, what is this? Um, <laughs> so I think that as we kind of get into the episode and they're in like the weird like Highlands village where we first meet Harrow, he's talking about how Amit does this and Amit does that and all the things that Amit does. And I think that that's the biggest fallacy in the series where it's like Amit has virtually zero authority or participation in the actual weighing of the heart ceremony. Mm -hmm. Amit is not a deity. I've, I've talked to a couple of my comedic friends about, you know, can you work with Amit? Can you like, is she conscious And the consensus kind of is that she most likely isn't sentient and she most certainly does not have all past, present, and future knowledge like Harrow describes. That would be Jehudi and sometimes Sashad is also said to have all past, present, and future knowledge. So I think the... the, I, I don't know still if Amit can be worked with and it's not like an ethical thing it's not like a no rope kind of no situation it's more of like a like a consciousness issue where in the actual weighing of the heart ceremony her job is to eat the soul if the heart is heavier than the feather and that's kind of her extent as far as i'm aware throughout cometicism i think i think that's it that's all i know i think in our in the books that we have about demons and other spirits within the ancient Egyptian lore, I think she's... Oh, that a... poor book. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Amber's book got run over by a car. <laughs> oh, I still love it, though. It's fine. It needs love. It It's rough, though. It, it has seen a few things and has been through mm-hmm. a few things. <laughs> Look, we tried. Yes. But yeah... I think in that book, she's listed as a demon and Mm -hmm. not in the sense of like the contemporary Christian aspects Mm of what a demon means. I think it more refers to like not deity, not, you know, like like a spirit, an otherwise spirit. Yeah, because the gods Bess and Tawadet, funny enough, are also listed as demons. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's a whole different thing, like... (laughs) I think I, yeah, used to... I I feel like go ahead I'm sorry. I feel like we we no it's okay. I think we always say this where it's like that's going to be another episode. That's going to be another episode. But like that's going to be another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Tell what I would get her own episode and I I would rather her mm. get the light that she deserves in her own episode yeah. rather than me just which I have that in my notes somewhere. We'll eventually t- talk about her. Yeah, from what I've read and from what I, I, one of my friends works very closely with Ampu, from what I've read and from what uh, they've told me, and I think someone else I know works with Ampu, not, not, not Amber, like a, like a third friend, (laughs) Amit and Ampu's relationship is more like Ampu is like, like, like Amit's his pet, for lack of a better term, where it's like, he's responsible for her, and it is more like a... Like a owner and pet situation rather than equals. So like when we talk about like the bathroom scene where I think there's supposed to be jackals that are going after Steven. Yeah, I think so. 
To me, that doesn't make a lot of sense because the relationship would be the other way around. I don't know why they weren't like like crocodile people or like something like that. Like, I don't know why they had to be these like disfigured. Also, jackals are a thing, aren't they? Hold on. I'm going to Google this. Yeah, they are. I'm pretty sure jack- yeah, jackals are real, right? Like, so why didn't they have... I mean, that's why Ampu has like, a jackal. Jackal-looking jackal, yeah. I mean, but, you know, set animal, so... I mean, where did my brain... My brain just stopped. Because <laughs> I'm like, shit, I go I just this? heard your brain blue screen. <laughs> <laughs> my brain was just like, uh, should I go on this rant? Should I actually talk about this? Probably not. Go ahead, Bessie. Go ahead. So... It could be a he can be a donkey, he can be a giraffe. There's Aardvark, mm-hmm. there's um Fennec Fox was one of them. I don't know if Egypt He's not he's he's not a Fennec Fox. No. <laughs> um He's not a we're talking about set now as per usual. <laughs> <laughs> as a surprise to no one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then he also has associations with griffins. That's probably later on though, right? No. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Which I find is really, really cool, by the way. That's news to me. <laughs> that is in the theses that I am reading. That's like, Neat. That's like 647 pages. No. <laughs> yeah, that one. But like, yeah, like to me, the the relationship between, I think just the fact that Amit is in it and Anpu isn't like really in any capacity. I think I didn't write it down because I'm stupid, but I think that Anpu is one of the gods that are like in the wall later, right? With all the, the with the Ushapti. Yes, he is actually in Ushapti. Yeah, so like, which I'm like, I what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. To me, the idea of Amit sending jackals is a little weird i guess i i but, think it's i thought it was weird i even have that in my, yeah in my notes somewhere because let's see where am i i also said fuck that kid for shoving her gub wrapper in the pyramid um yeah i yeah <laughs> i already talked about how much i feel for steven mm-hmm Oh, I also said that I wanted the merch in this museum. Like, they have, like, the <laughs> best fucking merch in this. And I'm like, Disney, please. Please give me an Amit plushie. I want a Tawadet pet plushie. Please. I see them. You have them. You made at least four of them. Yes. I'd like one. <laughs> of each. <laughs> they, they even have Scarab plushies, too. I want one. Those would be the best for, like, a pillow fight. To just, like, launch a, like, a stuffed Scarab at someone. To be like... <laughs> Yeet. <laughs> also, Stephen has a bunch of books that I want in his apartment. I wrote that down. Oh my god. <laughs> I forget I forget who voices Kansu in this. Oh, I'll look it up, hold on. But I feel like it fits Kansu and I really like it. I wrote that down. I also wanted to touch base on how Harrow pronounces Amit. Like, he pronounces it, I'm a meat, like, once. And then throughout, and then that's it. That's it. The consistency is weird with that. They, they pronounce Kansu's way, name weird. Kansu. Also. Yeah, the, yeah. I said it, I have a friend that we were talking, I was driving him home from uh, when I had Wepron Pet. And I was talking about, he was asking about Kansu because he had seen Moon Knight. 
And I started saying it like that, and I was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> but he said the doa. Like, he was like, doa, I'm a meat. And I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a meat? And then throughout the the rest of the the series, it's Amit. It's Amit, but like, manamana. <laughs> I also said, well done, steak is not good steak, thanks. <laughs> That has nothing to do with kinetic at all, but I'm just like, you know. Shit posting. Shit posting. <laughs> uh, this... Also, the cupcakes in the in the scene, I also said that they look really good. The cupcakes? Mm-hmm. When he's in the cupcake sh- truck. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was just like, mm, this looks tasty. I remember you saying that while we were watching. You're like, now I want a cupcake. <laughs> I have a huge sweet tooth. <laughs> It's bad. <laughs> Sometimes whenever Constance is just like, hey, you fucking idiot. What are you doing? And I'm just like, I feel like I feel like that hits home a little bit whenever we do stupid shit and our deities are just like, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I also took note of the the walls in the museum where they have like Usir on them and then there's one with Amit. Mm-hmm. Amit's usually not on walls like that, but yeah. The artwork kind of reminded me of the walls of Nefertari's tomb. Mm-hmm. So I wonder I wonder if that's like the inspiration for it. But that's kind um, of like a note that I have for episode 6. I don't know why I didn't notice it until episode 6. I can't think of an example that I've seen, and maybe I just haven't been paying attention, where Amit is given, like, human body parts. Like, I think normally when I see her, she's, like, like a... Like a... Crocodile. Crocodile. Yeah. Lion. I guarantee you, now that I'm going to look at... I'm going to Google Amit, I'm going to get all... Yeah, she's, like, half crocodile, half lion most of the time. I think there's a hippo in there, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, head of a crocodile, like shoulders to midsection lion, and then the rest is hippo. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if there's been depictions of her with people parts. I don't think so. People there, parts. I know that there's a word. I know that there's a word for it. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of it. It starts with an A. Anthropomorphic? Yeah. Is that the right word? I don't know. We'll we'll probably look it up and be like, ah, shit. (laughs) Editing Amber. If that's not right, take that out. (laughs) (laughs) It is the right word. (laughs) It is. It is correct. Wonderful. Wonderful. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 would recommend (laughs) using the right words to watch a (laughs) hootie. I was going to say, no, that was a good point that, like, she's seen on the walls in that first museum scene or the second museum scene. And that's not normal. Like, I don't think I've ever been in a museum where they, like, highlighted highlighted an object with a mitt on it. Not that there's anything wrong with her, but I just don't think that the Egyptians took the time to really highlight her. No, I don't think so either. Also, when when Harrow touched Amit's picture from Amit's wall. It's just like, if that was actually real antiquity, you shouldn't be touching it. Oh my god, I was trying so hard to not, like, scream. <laughs> Speaking of the antiquities 
quote unquote in the museum there is actually a small replica of the statue of Satin Heru blessing Ramses III in one of the display boxes and I'm real thrilled that that's there that's the the big versions actually in Cairo Museum I don't know if they're going to move that to the gym or not but the the bathroom scene I think is also really neat at the end of the episode where they're where the walls kind of like light up with scenes of Jehudi and Heru Mm-hmm. In the blessing pose that Sat and Hedo were in. And when Set lost his prominence within the Egyptians, they replaced him with Jehudi in those scenes. And that's why. I kind of. Yeah. I kind of wonder if they're not using Jehudi as Jehudi in those scenes, but they're using it as Kansu because Kansu is not pictured as an ibis in any other. He. He's he's depicted in this show as almost like a skeletal ibis. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they're like, well, we can just put Jehudi on the walls and it, you know, it'll be Kansu instead. Which, like, that's one of my notes later on where it's like, Kansu's not an ibis. Like, he's, he's a he's a hawk, isn't he? Yeah, he's a falcon. Or yeah, he's, a, he's a falcon or a person. Yeah, or a child. Yeah. Like, he's never been, as far as I'm aware... Uh, depicted as an ibis so like why are they depicting him as an ibis in the show like a skeletal ibis it's just weird to me i think that's how he's depicted in the comics too so i don't know oh, yeah yeah i don't know where they got most of their stuff for the comics i'd have to I've, i will admit i've never read the comics so yeah, me neither there's that but for for that scene, I'm pretty sure they are using stuff from antiquity because Jehudi mm-hmm. and Heru were in antiquity used in on walls and stuff. On walls and stuff. Look at me sounding so smart. <laughs> oh my god. I know, I know. Okay. But really, honestly, his suit is really cool too. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I don't know why it's it's like a I don't know if I wrote this down. I remember talking to you about it. I don't know if the suit is supposed to be about whatever avatar god they like whatever whatever relationship you want to call that. If it's supposed to be reflective of the god, I don't know why Mark is a mummy. I, I don't know. Because Kons- Kansu isn't dead. Or it, and he has nothing to do with mummification as far as I'm aware. Like, I haven't really delved too deep into which gods are associated with mummification outside of Ampu and Wasir. Like, I, I know that there are others that are involved in, like, you know, there's, like, the, the quadruplets and, like, yeah. all that. But I don't think Kansu is really involved in the afterlife, I think. Unless that's what they mean by Traveler. Like spiritually traveling instead of I like mean, mundanely traveling. Well, it's traveler of the night, right? That Kansu. I feel like we're lo- like I feel like we're really <laughs> going in. <laughs> like we're really going in deep. Let, let's yeah. talk about that when we get there. <laughs> okay, are you ready for episode two? I am. I only have one thing for episode two. So episode two is called "Summon the Suit." <laughs> And the only note that I have in that episode, because I think that episode is a lot of uh, Layla and Stephen and Mark kind of figuring out that it's not a ton of, um, like, kemeticism stuff, I think, in that episode. Yeah. But, like, Kansu is 
a lunar god. He's not the lunar god. And there's a really big difference between those things. There's a couple of gods of the moon in Kemeticism. So to kind of say Ansu is the god of the moon isn't correct. I wrote, I wrote, I was like, Khonshu. The way that they pronounce his name in in the comics and in the show is, is an odd choice. It isn't, yeah. it's not wrong, but it's a, just a different choice. Yeah, it's like, you know, you had options there. I don't know why you went with that one, but, yes. you know. I also wrote that the Ibis Skull was a funny choice, but we already talked about that. Because <laughs> I'm just like, Falcons are cool too, you know. Yeah, that's the only thing I have for episode two. All of mine is shit posting. Hey, well, this one's not really a shit post. It, it was more like, I really find Layla really pretty. And I said, <laughs> is this show like the mummy all over for bisexuals? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm just like, everyone is so pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, it, it's not that Kansu being an Ibis is a problem in and of itself. Because the, the CGI or whatever that they use to make him is so cool to the point where, like, it's almost, it, like, I want to see all of the gods. Like, I want to see how they make, like, Wasir and Aset and, you know, like, Jehudi and, like, Ra. Like, I want to see them. And, like, you really only ever see, I think you only see Kansu and Amit. Yeah, I think so. Right? Um, and, like, all, like, yeah. I, Amit looks sick. And, like, Kansu looks sick. Like, please, I just want to see the gods I... Like, that... <laughs> like, please. <laughs> yes. That's why I want a season two. Is, like, I want more chances for CGI gods. That's all I want. I, mean, I don't even need to, anyone else to be in it. Just give me photos. I don't need a season <laughs> two. Just give me, like, a 3D view. <laughs> Allie just wants an, wants an art book. That's all she wants. I do. <laughs> Just I mean, give me a YouTube video. I don't even care. <laughs> I would buy the art book. I love art books. Me too. It's so great. Whenever like video games come with it as like a collector's edition, uh, I'm all over that. Yeah, uh, that's the only thing I have for episode two. I have a couple of things. Go, go, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like painting Kansu or any of the Neteru as evil manipulators is kind of nerve-wracking. I mean, there are gods that have like a... Yeah, yeah, they are. Manipulative qualities to them, but calling them evil is like, don't love that. No, no. It was, it was like the whole tone throughout the whole series too. And I'm just like, I'm not liking this. But then again, I'm, I'm laughing whenever Kansu's just like, kill him, knock his windpipe. (laughs) (laughs) I laugh at that every single time and it's just... I don't know why. I also noted that I do like Kansu's design. I think it's really cool. And I really like seeing really mm-hmm. good fan art of it. Because some of the fan art is really nice. I don't think I've looked up much Kansu fan art. But I've, I've had a couple of Kansu candles come through the shop. So I, I mean, people are definitely starting to work with him because of Moon Knight. Because I don't think I did any Kansu candles before that. I have. I've had people favored because I have Kansu's bracelet in my shop. I have mm-hmm. people favored it. But I wonder if we should also talk about the justice that Arthur ta- or Arthur Harold talks about. But mm-hmm. that's 
I feel like I'll, I'll get more into that in episode when we talk about episode six because I feel like it means more whenever Amit's in the picture mm-hmm. because she she talks about it. I'm also really curious as to why they chose Amit for this. Yeah, I'm. I mean, it's an interesting choice. We were talking about this like. I, I think we were talking about this as Moon Knight was announced. We're like, okay, who's going to be the big bad? Is it going to be the nope rope or is it going to be set? Like, I think those were the two yeah. that we were expecting. Because, again, we hadn't read the comics. I don't know if this is even in the comics. Like, that's part of our problem, too. But we were kind of bracing ourselves for it to be one of those two. And then when it was announced it was going to be a mid, I remember us both being like, oh. Okay. Okay. Let's <laughs> like, see how this goes interesting however you know i'm glad they chose amit over the note probe because i i wouldn't want the note probe to be given the spotlight yeah that was that was kind of more i mean i'm gonna be honest that was more of my concern than set being the bad guy it was a little more of my concern Hmm? it was also a little more of my concern too yeah like i don't want set to be the bad guy but i don't want the note probe to get any more attention right yeah she's already you know but even like as assets priestess and at this point i'm just like i expect it mm-hmm. will it it's still gonna piss me off if they chose set and painted him into the villain light like yeah. a lot of pop culture does but i'm just like well okay I'm still going to be mad about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, you're just the head of Seth's PR department, so. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> also, whenever um, Haru, Haru, not Haru, Haru does his little spell for his powers with Am- Am- Amit, he says Nehis, which is awake. By the way, it's the word for awake. So when he goes, Nahis, 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 it's awake, awake, awake to... Chrissy, wake up! <laughs> I don't like this! <laughs> just, just to let you guys know, uh, I do believe that they use Coptic, which is very similar to the ancient Egyptian language as well. I just had Starbies. Why is my brain not working? <laughs> I also absolutely love how they show Egypt and Cairo because it mm-hmm. is Cairo. Didn't they shoot it in? Yes. I think I read that they, they shot it in Egypt. Yes, they did go to Cairo for this. And it is amazing. I also really, really love the music that they use for it. Okay. You ready for episode three? Yeah. Okay. So episode three is called The Friendly Type. I don't remember why the... Like, a lot of the time, like, the, the the episode name matches what happens in the series. I don't remember what happens that it's called the friendly type, and that makes sense. The friendly type? Yeah. Maybe it's Layla. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's Steven. Who? Steven. Oh, not Mark, right. Not Mark, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also. I mean, the first. No, you go first. You go. You go. No, you go. You go. No. You no, I will hold up this entire podcast. <laughs> Eclipses were seen as the no probe uh, covering Ra in antiquity. Mm-hmm. 
So that's something to take into consideration when you're just like, oh, Kon- Kansu's like making an eclipse. Yeah, Kon- then- Kansu can't control the sky. Yeah, I don't know where this like, goes. Like, what? <laughs> no. Like, maybe it's just the godly kind of power. Maybe everyone can do it. Well, it- I remember them vaguely saying, like, Kansu, the god of the night sky. That's no. No, he's not. No. <laughs> like, that's newt. Yeah. Well, she's the goddess of the night sky. I've never seen that used other than for Newt. Mm-hmm. I think that actually might be when he might say that in the scene where Kansu introduces himself to Mark, like when he's like dying on the steps and he's like all whatever. Yeah. And he has his like monologue. I think that's when he says it. I'm not 100% sure, but. I can't remember. I know he says says it. Yeah. I don't remember who said it where it was like they said that Amit is evil. No, she's not. She's she's like right in that gray area where it's like she's doing what she's created to do. She's doing what she's supposed to do. Yeah. Even if you don't like what that means, it's like, hey, maybe just like don't have a heavy heart and like you won't have to deal with it. You know? Like, <laughs> exactly. Hey. Yeah. Like she's, she's not evil. She's not bad in any way shape or form she has a very specific purpose that it's it's not evil like i don't i don't know how she can be construed as evil in antiquity in like actual i just punched my microphone Uh, (laughs) (laughs) like in kemeticism in antiquity and history she's not evil like no i i it that that is very much just like a marvel like plot line thing Yes. Yeah. I also see that, you know, pop culture likes to paint death deities as evil, too. And there's nothing evil mm-hmm. about death. <laughs> no, it's natural. It's a part of existence. Yeah. But I think that's a whole nother rant, probably, when we do it on this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I think that no one, as far as I'm aware... No one looks at Ampu or Wasir or Nebthet, because I think those are like kind of the three main death deities, at least in, in my opinion. Uh-huh. I don't think anyone looks at them as evil. No. I think it's more like those three are like other, where it's like they are very much like the gods of the dead. And then there's like the gods that, you know, are, you know, different. I guess I don't I don't know how I want to articulate this like I know what I want to say I just don't know how to like spit it out (laughs) that's okay but like I mean Ahmet is an entity that you only encounter after you die but that doesn't mean that she's evil yeah it's just it's it's a lot of unknown I guess is the way that I want to phrase it and a lot of people are afraid of the unknown that is true I mean so you don't know what's in the unknown Mm-hmm. that's the point yeah <laughs> I'm not sure if I like the way that they paint Usir and in this mm-hmm. like whenever he takes over his avatar and he comes through I don't I don't think I like the way that they paint him he's very um flippant I guess yeah like he doesn't how do I want to put it? So, like, Wasir doesn't really like to be talked about very much. 
so I have to kind of really think about how I want to describe him. The regality they got, right? Like the way that the the actor stands, the way that he carries himself, and kind of the the tone in which he speaks, other than like the oh I don't care what happens kind of tone. Yeah. That I resonated with. Yeah. But he I don't really feel like he wouldn't care as much as he he wouldn't I feel like there is no scenario in which Wasir wouldn't have taken all that a lot more seriously. Yeah. Yeah. And like pushing And like there Yeah, like it wouldn't have been like a too bad so sad kind of attitude from him. And especially since so we've talked about previously in the podcast that, you know, there are gods in our pantheon that don't get along. And in other pantheons, and I think we use the, the Hellenic pantheon as the example, there are gods that don't get along in the Hellenic pantheon that you just cannot work together at the same time with. I said that weird. That wasn't English. Um, <laughs> we, need, we need merch that says that wasn't English. Yeah. Pro- like probably like. I think I think the one there's like some combination of Hera, Aphrodite, and um, Persephone, and there's a fourth goddess that like there's some combination of them that you can't work with together. And while we don't have that, like you cannot work with these two gods together, other than the nope rope, which you shouldn't be working with him in the first place. There are gods that don't get along, and some of those gods in that series, like there are gods that. Wasir does not get along with. But even if they don't get along, Wasir would still still take them seriously if they said, like, hey, this is happening and we need to, you know, we need to do something about it. Not, I think I'm, I think it sounds like I'm saying that, like, Kansu and Wasir don't get along. They, I don't think they really have anything to do with one another. But, like, even if Wasir and Kansu did not get along, Wasir, Wasir would still take it seriously that, like, this is another... Neteru's telling me that something is going wrong. I'm not going to believe a human over him. Yeah. Like, like the, the gods and their relationship for him come before the people. That I didn't word that right. Because Wasir <laughs> deeply loves, like, humanity. Yes. It's just, he's not going to bl- blindly trust a human over another god. I the way like- that, like, when, ha- like, Harrow basically, basically said, like, no, Kansu's lying. And then they were just like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. That one I didn't. Like that wouldn't have happened. No. I don't feel, I feel like that wouldn't have happened at all. Because that's what I mean by I don't like the way that they paint Usir in this at all. It was just like, Mm -hmm. are you, are you fucking kidding me right now? (laughs) Like Usir was the god of humanity before he was killed. Yeah. Like he, he loves people and he wants to help them. And that's why he was like, you know. When he died, it seemed natural that he should be the, the, you know, the god of, you know, the dead souls and all that. I didn't work that well. I didn't drink any coffee. Amber didn't bring me any. I would have if I could have. I know. know. You know, I would have. I would have been like, all right, Starbies run. Let's, here's our Starbies. Let's do the podcast. One day, one day we'll be living near each other where we can do that. Yes. That'd be great. That is the dream. The dream. (laughs) That's it. Not not that we're going to hang out, just that we can get Starbucks together. <laughs> I mean, that's that's coffee dates. And the museum dates. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> I feel like I totally lost my point there. 
No, I think like you... I don't I like I don't remember what we were talking about before that. Oh, okay, never mind. I found it. <laughs> I also wrote that Stephen was a fucking cinnamon roll about having such a a geek fest over walking inside of the pyramid. Like same buddy, but oh, I would have passed out. <laughs> I would have passed the fuck out. <laughs> When I went to Egypt, I didn't, you can, you can, I think you can pay extra to go into one of the, I think it's the Great Pyramid. Is it Khufu's? I don't think you can go into Khufu's. They're doing a lot of um, work inside Khufu's right now. So it might have been Khafre's. It's one of the pyramids that you can actually pay extra to go into. I didn't do Mm -hmm. that, but I did go inside the Pyramid of Unas, which is really cool. And, And then I bumped my head on the way up because when you're walking down it's like this steep slope and then above you are like there is a big block of stone and then there's like a little opening where you can stand up because you're when you're walking down or walking up you are bent down and so there's like this little place where you can like stand up for a minute and like and then keep going on the way up somebody had touched my arm somebody touched my arm and i don't know if it was sean or anything so i turned around to see what they needed because i thought maybe somebody needed something and but i kept walking and then i smacked my head on one of the (laughs) 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 yeah i smacked my head on (laughs) on the pyramid of unas It hurt like a bitch. Like, I I really (laughs) smacked my head on it. (laughs) My cats are looking at me like, what is so funny? Neo's like, what? (laughs) So, yeah. Um, I never found out who touched me, if anyone touched me, because nobody looked back at me. But somebody touched me, and I don't know. It was probably Set doing some kind of prank, and then, and then it ended up with me hitting my head. And he's probably like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> You're welcome. Man, that hurt like a bitch. I actually <laughs> think <laughs> I actually think I had like a big knot on my head from it too. <laughs> you know, just me walking, enjoying my time in Egypt with this huge knot on my head because I knocked my head off the of pyramid of Anas. <laughs> Go me. pyramid story oh my god God, i'm so glad i wasn't there because i would have died (laughs) oh my god our tour guy was like are you okay i'm like yeah i just smacked my head (laughs) off the pyramid of an awesome fine oh my god this old as fuck like 
monument <laughs> of antiquity kicked my ass. Oh my god. Also, a head hitter's avatar, her necklace, I absolutely love it. <laughs> Another shit pose. Here you go. Oh my god. <laughs> I also. But I think that's. Go ahead. Oh my god. I can't even. You, you go. I need a drink. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is between Kansu and Hetero is. Like, Hetero's avatar was talking real sweet about him and. You know, with not... Oh, no, this is Mark. And then, not Steven. <laughs> Mark is not Steven, and Steven is not Mark. <laughs> what happens to Jake? Jake is just, like, not Mark, not Steven. Okay, listen here with your ideas and your... <laughs> your good points. So I don't know. I don't know if that is a story within the comic that we just don't, are missing. Yeah, they they kind of implied that like Hut Haru and uh, I'm I'm still like crying. So if I sound <laughs> weird, it's because I'm crying. Because <laughs> her best friend knocked uh, they her kind of off the pyramid. <laughs> <of Nos. laughs> they they kind of implied that like Hut Haru and uh, Kansu were like in a relationship at one point. Yeah, and I was just like, which what? like okay, I have to look that up. We'll have to look that up, see if that's anything in an antiquity. Maybe I should have looked it up before this be- this episode. But Oh, I just I just figured out what that note was. So like in the beginning of the episode, I said I forgot why I made this note. I put no context. I think that I was trying to figure out which gods were like in the tomb. Oh. And it, like, why? Yeah. Weirdly, I did not put Wasir. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Because I think I was trying to figure it, like, out who was who. Yeah. I think Usir, Issa, and then Baby Heru are up there with Usir. Also known as Heru Saset. Yes. <laughs> don't call him Baby Heru. He's probably hates you my don't. guts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just like, ah, oh, Seth's priestess. Okay. I'm just going to put this yeah. bitch on me. <laughs> 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 That's why she calls me Baby Heru. Mute. <laughs> We have a joke that like the um the gods have everyone open like a web browser and everyone's a different tab, and then like when they put us on mute, they just put our tab on mute. So that's what we're talking about. Yes, I think I'm sh- still laughing from you hitting your head. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> like, bitch. The other episode, the other note that I wrote is what the fuck is the overvoid? They like they mentioned it once and never got into it. Like, I'm guessing it's like. Like, in the scene where, like, they're going through on the boat towards the land of the dead, and, like, they get thrown over and like, all the, the sand and whatever. I'm guessing that's the overvoid. That's not a thing. <laughs> right? Not that I know of. I've never heard it. When you said it, I'm like, I don't even remember it in the episode. <laughs> like, I'm not... I'm... I don't... I don't remember what they're talking about, but I wrote overvoid with a lot of question marks. But, like... I mean, we'll get to that in episode, like, five or six, whenever we start talking about that. But, like, they really briefly mentioned an overvoid and then never went back to explain what that means. And, like, I can't think of anything in antiquity that's called the overvoid or, like, could be translated as overvoid. I don't I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, I, I don't either. I don't either. 
I've never heard of it. I've never seen it. There is an Egyptologist that works on set with Moon Knight, and they never kind of announced who that is. I'm going to Google it again. While, while Allie looks that up, I am going to talk about um, a scene where Layla comes up to not Steven. <laughs> we should probably call him by their name. <laughs> we probably do. When Layla comes up to Mark after Mark like talks to the guy with the the coffee, and he's just like, "Hey, I want to see." I forget the the name of the the coffin that he want. You know, the person in the coffin that they want to go see. And oh, the priest. Yeah, the priest. And she has a drink inside of a bag. I don't know what it is, but. Egypt has sugarcane juice that you'll drink out of a similar bag, and it's a fucking amazing. <laughs> it is so good. <laughs> like our tour guide when we were in like Luxor and Aswan and stuff, he he took us to get that, and that was just like our friendship drink, basically. <laughs> like we cl- we clicked really well with our tour guides, and they're like family to us now. So. Aww. So. I might have to sit down and post a picture of me drinking sugarcane juice on my Instagram or something so y'all can see it. I'll post it on the Magic of Egypt podcast and be like, this is what I mean. <laughs> also, Layla's ne- necklace, her her necklace is amazing and I want one because I also like Hetero's avatar's necklace and now I like Layla's necklace. It's just, it's amazing. I want them. I also wrote down private collection. Private collectors, eye roll emoji. Oh, that's my rant. Don't get me started. (laughs) Do not get me started. I am warning you right now. I don't know. I might get you started. No, not on the podcast. (laughs) Everyone gets to listen to me rant about set. So (laughs) you do not want to hear me rant about something that makes me mad. Honestly, we should just have an episode where it's just like, here's Allie's rant episode. No. About private collectors. And museums. No. No. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) I hate that they just trust Harrow off the bat. I wrote that like twice in this episode. Yeah. I mean, I could go on another rant about, like, with Sewer never just take the word over a human, over a god. Yeah. Not that he doesn't trust people, because he does, and deeply. It's just, it's... He's not irresponsible. Here we go. That's, this is how I wanted to articulate go. that this entire time. It's irresponsible of, you know, someone of, you know, someone in power to just take the take the word of like a rando, basically. Yeah. Not not that that Harrow was totally a rando because he used to be like, you know, Constance's avatar and, you know, whatever. But still, like the relationship that you have with someone who's been around for, like, at most the past 50 years, which would be Harrow versus Konsu, who's been around for thousands and thousands of years, and you've known him the entire time. Like, Konsu is older than Wasir. There is no time where Wasir existed that Konsu didn't. So for for Wasir to just blindly trust a human doesn't make any sense. And now I'm done. I'll shut up. Nope, I agree with that. I think he just, you know, he would balance everything out and see both sides of the story before you made any kind of judgment yeah all right are you ready for episode four i am okay so i have a lot of like a i have a diagram of (laughs) i have a diagram 
uh, of like things that didn't make any sense. The, why were the priests entombed in there with Alexander the Great? Like that. Why? I don't know. Why? I want to know why Ompu is in an oop shop too. I want to know why. I mean, that, yeah, I, I. I would fight. I am going to fight. I mean, th- there was a lot of things in the ser- in this episode where I was like, why, why, why? But they're not necessarily like wrong. Yeah. It's just like, like, why would you do that? Why would that happen? It's just, like, I don't understand why he would have entombed. Like, I, I know that sometimes there were, like, you know, queens and, like, servants that were entombed with the pharaoh. But, like... Didn't that come I, out I, of favor, though? Like, it happened during probably early yeah, dynastic it, to old kingdom, but then eventually they had the Ushaltis to... Yeah, so, like, it doesn't make any sense given the time period because this is supposed to be Alexander the Great's tomb, which this had already fallen out of favor. And, like, why why were the priests, like, rabid? Like, there were a lot of things. Like, I wrote that. I'm like, why are they feral? (laughs) (laughs) How are they alive? The idea idea of a tomb in the shape of an Eye of Horus is kind of sick. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been pretty good. And I also, the fact that Stephen drew the eye of Haru so perfectly, mm-hmm. it just looks so nice. And I'm like, how many takes did that take? I, I wonder, I forgot to look up if they actually drew out an eye, because they kept calling it an eye of Horus, but there's, you know, also the eye of Ra. And th- it's like, did they actually use the right one? I forgot to check. No, I don't think they did. I think it is the eye of Ra. The mm-hmm. eye of Ra is the right eye. And that was the right eye. So if the eyes are looking at you, it would have been the right eye. And then the... I forgot to look it up. I literally have in my notes look this up, and I did not. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners. I failed you. <laughs> you didn't. You're fine. And then the eye of Heru is the left. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, they have different names, too. Like, I know that I've seen the eye. I think the eye of Ra is consistent, but I think the eye of Heru is sometimes also called the eye of Jehudi. I've seen that before, I think. Or it's the Eye of Horus is consistent and the Eye of Ra is either the Eye of Ra or the Eye of Jehudi. I don't remember, but I, I know that there is an Eye of Jehudi. Yeah. We looked up who was, you know, we, we paused the video and kind of looked to try to find out who else was in the Upshatis. And there was Bess, Kanum, Ampu, Kepri, Wajet, Heket, and Neat. And I'm just like, why? Why is Ampu in there? I know I said that, but in Wadjet, like, I don't understand why Wadjet's in there either. I don't know how they could have put Kepri in. Just given, like, that, you know, Kepri is one of the aspects of Ra, and, like, it's a lot more complicated than that. But, like, they essentially have a part of Ra in an Ushapti where they, they never would have done. Not that, you know, obviously that you can't put a god in a, you know, an Ushapti prison, essentially, is what that is. But, like, they never would have put Ra in there. Yeah. And, like, Kepri is an aspect of Ra. I'm explaining it badly because it's a lot more complicated than that. But, like, that never would have happened. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't understand how any of these are, to be honest with you. The only other note that I have for episode four is they really briefly mentioned that Alexander the Great considered himself Egyptian. I don't think that's true. I think that he always considered himself, you know. Macedonian? Yeah. But. I don't think he ever considered himself Egyptian. That doesn't make any sense. 
I mean, I think Cleopatra did. Yeah, but we're not in Cleopatra's no. tomb. We're in Alexander the Great's tomb. Which is what I also read. I'm like, I'm so pressed they use Alexander the Great for this bullshit, to be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why not Cleopatra if, if you had to use the Macedonian? Which, fair. I get it. But it's... I feel... Then again, I feel like Cleopatra is used for everything. So maybe they wanted something different. <laughs> I also wrote that reaching into the mummy is really gross. I thought that was really gross. Um, yeah, that... Uh, uh, <laughs> don't do that. Uh, it was just so gross. Um, it was very Victorian England of them. It was. At least he didn't oh. eat it. <laughs> I was so busy thinking about how gross the water would be if there, there was actual water in a tomb like that oh yeah that would be gross like too. The, like the the pools that were next to the the sarcophagus I, that oh uh, no uh, <laughs> oh no mm. i think i was so trying to space out to not think about that i wrote that too i was like i would not want to touch that water at all alive or dead it wouldn't be it would mm. no i don't want to touch that water it's like the the, the the forbidden soup water that they found back in 2020, I think, with oh yeah, with the granite coffin and shit, and everyone's like, I want to taste, I want to taste the soup, <laughs> I want to drink the water, and we're all just like, Ugh, no. One of my friends is like, you know, they found forbidden soup, they found forbidden bread, they found forbidden cheese. What's the point of archaeology if I can't make a forbidden grilled cheese and tomato soup? What? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm gonna block you now. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Harrow has the making of a cult leader, and I know that's intentional, but I just wanted to say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I also said, yes, yeah, because sh- shooting a guy twice is very ma of you, Harrow. <laughs> More, more shit posting from me. So are you ready for episode five? But the cupcakes in episode four, Allie. The cupcakes. The cupcakes? There was cupcakes in that episode. Also, I also want to point out that Harrow has a Lamy pin. And yes, I can tell. Oh my god. <laughs> I I collect and use fountain pens and Lamy is amazing. Just letting you know. <laughs> okay, now episode five. I'm ready. Okay. So episode five is called The Asylum, which I think that is the most uh, forward and like obvious title for this episode. Yeah. And I think the majority of it is, I think the entire episode there in the the, the pre-duot, what do we want to call it? The, the, waiting the hallucination, room. the <laughs> waiting room, the, I don't know, I don't know how we want to phrase it it's like they're dead okay like they're they're in the boat it, it the, yeah which i find funny because i don't think i don't think you travel the duat in a boat usually there are a couple of different ways that you can travel in the duat i haven't i i've seen references to you don't travel in a boat the entirety from point a to b um some people you have a section of the journey where they are in a boat but you're not in a boat the entire way with Tawaret who's in the middle of weighing your heart on a scale like you're going to the the, the heart weighing ceremony you're not like weighing your heart on the boat that's not that's not how it works that's not how any of it works I wish it did it seems like it would be more convenient <laughs> 
Well, because some people, like, I've read, like, set walks with them. I've seen that, like, you know, a set will take them. I've seen people fly with, like, Judy or Ra. Like, there's there's so many different ways ways in antiquity that you can get from point A to, like, you know, from your, your, your body to the heart weighing ceremony. But it's always kind of broken up into stages. It's not like getting in a car and going on a highway and like going straight there yeah so like the entire boat thing like the entire boat thing doesn't make any sense like souls were not thrown over the edge of a boat if their scales didn't balance they would have been eaten by a mitt yeah which is her entire purpose i think but like even tower oh I f- we forgot early we were like oh yeah i think you only see uh kansu and amit we forgot about tower we shouldn't because I, I love her. Yeah, like she was really cute, but like I don't, I haven't seen her specifically as a guide of the dead. I don't think she, I don't think she is a guide from what I've read about her, which admittedly isn't very much. She's a protection goddess. Yeah. Which I have a She's little not bit a... about her if we want to talk about her a little bit. Yeah, sure. Todd when it started out like best being one of the demons in in the lore she was first associated with the stars of the little dipper or like the ursa minor which formed her back and draco and who guarded the northern sky the northern sky was thought to be cold dark and dangerous and thus associated with set and tatawet's husband the nope rope she was mostly a fertility goddess heavily associated with expectant mothers and children so that's a little bit about her um i think whenever this episode aired because we i watched it with my dad and my brother and sean we we all had like a watch party with it and my brother had asked he was like did does tawada have any kind of associations with the dead and i'm like i i don't think so but i'll have to look and i think i read somewhere that she does guide but it's not like one of her major major things her major thing is being a fertility goddess and a protector of expectant mothers and children but you know the whole weighing her weighing the heart and everything never happened that's ampu's job yeah which like i guess in this scenario like ampu is in a Ushapti. Ushapti, but like i don't think they would have like this in, this entire scene i think in my opinion is a scene that makes the least amount of sense compared to antiquity in the entire series. Like this, this concept of just like the boat, like the entire getting on the boat to going to like the field of reeds, which is literally just a field of reeds. Yeah. <laughs> like, like to me, it's just like, it's super, like it doesn't make any sense. Cause they're, they're, they're almost just like pulling bits and pieces from like a much larger picture which I guess is just like, you know, modern television now. They're pulling bits and pieces from something that's pre-existing and kind of mashing them up and forcing them together in a way that plays well for TV. But, like, it could have been so cool. It could yeah. have been so cool. But, like, it's, that's not... And I don't know if this is how it happens in the comics or if this is just, like, you know, for the TV show. There was a potential there that was to make, like, much cooler content that 
didn't get that that wasn't chosen and i understand why because the point of the episode is not the that scene but the scenes that are happening around it where it's like you know steven and mark you know talking about like their mom and like everything that happened with that and you know all the people that mark killed and that's that's the point of the episode is them coming together kind of to understand one another and unlock who they are in relation to one another that's the point of the episode i understand that however <laughs> that doesn't mean that they couldn't have made the what i'm considering the minor aspect of the episode like it would have been sick right for them to like show up and actually have to go through like the weighing of the heart ceremony rather than it being kind of in my opinion half-assed and done by a god a goddess who has nothing to do with the weighing of the heart ceremony when there are other gods that aren't in the Upshapti that have like like they could have had like Nephthet do it <gasps> instead of Tawaret. Oh like it could have been Nephthet, it could have been who else is there? It could have been a set, it could have been Jehudi, it could have been Wasir. Like they could have had him show up. Like I don't think he would have been driving a boat for any reason, but whatever. They there were there were a lot of options where it could have made more sense to antiquity. It's just I, the the choices that they made throughout that entire scene is one one thing that doesn't make sense after another after another. I uh, I don't know if Nephthet would want to take over her son's job though. I don't know if she would feel good about doing that. No, probably not. But no. like I feel like that would be sick though. Could you imagine? Like at that point, it's not even about like the gods themselves it's like the creative choices are what i'm questioning not the not the actual yeah. gods yeah i was just then i'm thinking like they probably wouldn't give her the proper hair color either then i'd be like oh yeah disappoint which by the way she is supposed to have white hair she is said to have the hair color of the wrappings of mummies which linen is white before it gets old and crusty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like, I just, I question the choices. I, I question every choice that was made in the decision-making process of that boat scene. Not that it's not awesome, because from an entertainment point of view, it's it's cool to watch. But that's not why we're making the podcast, like, right now. Like, <laughs> we were asked to make a podcast on, like, what makes sense versus what doesn't that's what we're here to, to critique and that doesn't make any sense it doesn't but i thought it was cool i really did now mm -hmm. what i don't like is that like i love the scale that they use that tatawa has but if they're going to take ampu away from his job excuse you you're going to mm -hmm. still use him as a scale um excuse you that's rude <laughs> isn't ma'at on the scale the feather I no i mean yeah. like like in in paintings isn't it like either ma'at's on the scale or like someone else like i haven't seen hold on i'll look i'll look too in this one that i'm looking at it looks like there's a baboon on top of it yeah jihudi yeah so i'm seeing a baboon i'm seeing i'm looking at different um books of the dead ma'at's on one baboon I'm just getting baboon. This one is straight up Jehudi. I mean, it's baboon. Jehudi is baboon. It's he's got the lunar disc. Yeah. So like, oh, here's one of my aunt. 
Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Look at her. She's so tiny and cute. I love her. <laughs> I guess that's a way to kind of bring the nod in to, like, um, who's supposed to be here. But it's... And, like, I've seen, like, people make, like, Egyptology merch where they make Ampu scales. That doesn't make any sense. I also wouldn't want Haro as a therapist, I'm just saying. <laughs> he was a very bad therapist. And I'm like, I... Uh, all, all things aside, like, aside from him being on its avatar and, like, all the douchebaggery things that he's been doing... That aside, he was still a terrible therapist. <laughs> also, Jehudi is on the boat steer thingy. Is he really? Yeah, I saw him. I didn't notice. It was it was his baboon, but he's there. He I didn't there. notice. Yeah. I think it's also an interesting look at how the damn souls are. Mm -hmm. While it's not like the way antiquity's seen it, it is a very interesting take on it. Yeah. Like in antiquity, it's kind of usually got eaten by Amit um, and then yeah. it's lights out. Like nothing... Like you, you cease to be. Yeah, like that. That was considered worse than you know anything was to die or second death. I again, it's like another interesting choice that I know that was made for entertainment value. But yeah, I wrote down there has to be something more to the fields of reeds than just reeds, right? Reeds, reeds. <laughs> I mean, have some wheat. <laughs> and I'm just like. Well, whenever I played Assassin's Creed Origins DLC, which, by the way, I love this game. It, it has its own ups and downs, too. But <laughs> maybe one day I'll, I'll go on like Twitch and go on live and be like, hey, guys, let's let's talk. And then it'll just be a Twitch live stream where I bitch about. That would be fun. The same thing that we're doing with the Moon Knight episode. Because I don't think. Although it'll be 50% more organized because I won't be there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it won't. It'll be like, okay, and then here's this, and like, and then I'll forget something and be like, well, we have to go over here, then I'll, that way I can show you what's going on with this. Like, I know that, like, I think it was Tower that said that, like, you create your own field of reeds, and like, all Mark wanted was some peace and quiet. Oh, uh, yeah. I think is, so I think, like, but like, imagine just like your, the rest of your forever with wheat, and <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I mean, I think that's how they did it in Assassin's Creed Origins, too. Like, the pharaohs had their own little sections of paradise and that the, mm -hmm. each of them looked different and yes they had Akhenaten in that uh -huh. <laughs> they also have Ramses II which is great if I had to choose a pharaoh I I know like all of them kind of have their questionable you know they're people they're yeah flawed yeah fundamentally yeah pretty much but I think I just like the new kingdom I even like the new kingdom artwork mm-hmm but that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother rant. I know I say, we say that a lot. We say <laughs> I actually just realized we've already talked about everything I wrote for episode six. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, let's, Oops. Let's just dive into episode six. So episode six is gods and monsters. And the only things that I wrote was like, I haven't seen Amit depicted as a human, like anthropomorphic. Uh, and I wrote, and I quote, mummy suit for Kanzu for why? <laughs> and then I wrote, since when is Kansu the god of the night sky? That's not a thing that he does with a <laughs> lot of question marks. And that's it. That's all I wrote. All things aside, though, that is supposed to be, quote unquote, Alexander the Great's tomb. It was a very beautifully painted tomb. Mm -hmm. And I I just loved how technically all the colors are very well preserved and all this stuff. I wrote that down. But And then I said that Haro placing the scarab on Mark's chest is a nod to the heart scarabs that mummies would have. 
which I thought was a very cute little nod to that. I don't know if that was intentional. I don't know if they intentionally did that, but if it is, I, I see you. I saw that. I don't know why I said, yeah, Usir, good job. I forget what <laughs> I forget that what that was for. He must have it must have been his avatars doing something with Layla. And I was like, yeah, Usir, good job. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know. Oh, no, because his avatar died in episode four. No, he dies. He dies in this episode. Oh, does he? Yeah. He dies in this episode, and then he and Layla were talking, and then he dies. And then he's like, and then Layla goes to break Kansu's Ushapti. And I'm like, if I was Layla, I'd be breaking everyone else's Ushapti. That would be a really good way to throw Ahmed off, like, surprise, motherfucker, here's right. this. <laughs> <laughs> here's Ampu. Also, real talk, Tawada knows how to make a suit, because Layla's suit is amazing. But, like, I don't understand how the suits are associated with the god. Or, like, are they supposed to be? Or is it, like, a fashion contest? Because, like, why does Kansu, like, one of, you know, one of his avatar suits is a mummy? That doesn't make any sense. And, like, why is, you know, I know that, like, you know, there is a superhero named the Golden Scarab, I think, in, in the MCU. And, like, it's Layla. So that's why her, her outfit looks like a Golden Scarab. But it's, like, why, why tower it then? Yeah. Like, I think that maybe I'm being a little too literal here where it's like, I don't know why the suits don't have more to do with the god that they're serving versus that seemingly random design. And like, I get that that's from the comic books. Like, I understand. It still doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it doesn't. But I still think it's really cool. I think I think her her suit is really cool. Mm -hmm. I do like Mark's suit, too. I think mm -hmm. it's really cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm I really gonna... hope that I really hope that Layla has her own series eventually, because <gasps> I think that that it's the potential for a Middle Eastern woman superhero series, I think, is just so huge, potentially like it could have such a big impact. I agree. I just because we typically don't get like super like female superheroes in the first place having their own series, let alone women of color. And I would love to see. If I had to choose between Moon Knight Season 2 and Golden Scarab Season 1, I'd choose Golden Scarab Season 1 just because I think it means more. But, like, on, on the flip side, like, maybe... And I, and I think that maybe we haven't really addressed the elephant in the room where it's, like, Amber and I don't know what it's... Like, what Steven and Mark go through, right? With their, their shifts between the two of them. So we don't know if that's a good representation of what that illness is like. Yeah. We we don't have a place to comment on that because we don't go through that. So, so we can't even say, like, you know, it would be awesome to have that representation because we don't know if that representation is wanted, I guess, in a way. Yeah. I don't know how I want to word that. I think that's that's a proper way of saying it. But I think that the potential for, you know, not just a female superhero series, but, you know, a person of color and someone who is, you know, representing what is traditionally not a super talked about. I don't really feel like you see a lot like there's even a little girl where it's like, are you an Egyptian superhero? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, cool. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. And I hope that we can see more of that because I think that, you know, there are little kids that are like, oh, wait, I'm Egyptian. And there is a superhero that I can relate to in the MCU. There is, um, not to take it away from Moon Knight, but I just saw Miss Marvel TV series on Disney Plus, which Miss Marvel is a Pakistani. Mm -hmm. 
I just got a text from Vinny. Oh, are you tearing apart the MCU? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I'm actually, okay. I'm going to go on a little rant. I'm going to go on a little rant, but... First off, my last point in episode six was like, could you imagine the gods actually being such dickheads? Like, Constance (laughs) is such a fucking dickhead in this show. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, the other point that I wanted to talk about is that, like, the differences between the way Constance deals his justice and the way that Amit does it. Mm -hmm. And how how that really, like, which one is actually true Ma'at? Neither. And I'm just like, well, it could be neither. I mean, it's definitely not Amit. No, no, it's definitely and not. And I think it. that, like, Konsu's idea of justice, I feel, isn't Ma'at because it's not, it's, that's not Konsu's role. And, you know, everyone has their role to play in order to create balance within, within the gods. And I think that when they kind of step outside of their roles, it creates imbalance. And, like, as far as I'm aware, Konsu, Konsu's a healer. Like, Konsu's a god of medicine. So, like, why would he want to just, like, break people's faces in? Like, I don't... With his temper, yeah. But, like, because, like, I've had, like, one or two Kansu candles come through. And I think one of those times he kind of meandered his way in. And he does have a... Has a temper. Kansu is such a complicated god to me. Because, like, he's a lunar god. And he's a medicine god. But he's also, like, Kansu the cannibal. And, like, we'll go into that, like, in actual Kansu's episode we are really focusing on mcu Kansu right now that i don't i don't think that either of them are mod yeah i'm i'm conflicted and i think it's just because it's the way that i look at it yeah um and i, mean, I, I think that Kansu's version is a lot closer to mod than amit than amit yeah. yeah but like that's not that's not a high bar <laughs> i was wondering if the reason why Kansu is just such a a dickhead in the mcu is that they're pulling from the cannibal him and that's why that's what they're mm-hmm. basing Kansu off of, which make to me I'm like okay, well, all right, that makes sense, whatever. I don't know. I'm I'm up in the air about it because I'm like, nah, I don't like the way Amit does it because you know, you're not giving them the chance to redeem themselves before they make the before they take the act of doing whatever Isfet that they're gonna do because the futures can change they're not set in stone and they can be like oh no i shouldn't do this yeah so i'm just like you're essentially damning an innocent person right now which on Kansu's case you're going after people who have already committed isfet so but like they don't even say that they're committing isfet they're just saying that they're committing bad things but like we're, we're kind of going back to good chaos versus bad chaos just because something is good chaos doesn't mean that it's good yeah, I'm, I'm using ESET just because it was easier for me because I'm just like, oh, I'm comedic. I'm just going to call it this rather than because they didn't really didn't really say what their crimes were. Yeah, exactly. So it's like just because something is again, we're going we're going back to sex chaos versus ESET for the, the ninth time. <laughs> but like just because something is bad doesn't mean it's ESET, which when you're looking at weighing of the heart, like how does that impact you? Yeah. So, like, it's not necessarily that, I don't know, I mean, you know, these are kind of more existential questions versus, right. you know, we're we're reviewing a Marvel show, but, I mean, you that, know. that's why I wanted to keep it, you know, toward the end is just, like, yeah. I, the way that I saw the crimes that they're mentioning that Kansu's taken care of is really bad ones. Like, 
murder and SA and, you know, things of that nature. I'm not thinking, oh, this person accidentally dropped a piece of litter and didn't pick it up because they didn't know. Mm -hmm. Oh, Kansi's going to come and take care of that. No, I'm thinking like the Break really... their windpipe. <laughs> Kill him. No, mm -hmm. uh, I don't think, I don't think that's what they're mentioning for the crimes. Yeah. That's why I, yeah, yeah I'm just thinking like, well, then that's, that could be, you know, murder and things like that could be seen as Isvet. So like your overall, like if you had to rate the show based on accuracy on a scale of one to 10, 10 being, you know, straight out of the book of the dead, one being horseshit, essentially, what would you give Ooh. Moon Knight just based on accuracy, not based on entertainment value? Oh. Ba based on accuracy, I'd probably give it around a two. Really? Or... I mean, it's on the lower end. Would you? Am I? Am I being mean? I mean, I think that there are things that are correct that they go through. Like, I was thinking closer to like maybe a four or a five. Okay. But like, considering that they, you know, they had an Egyptologist. Yeah. On set, like, I think that that probably helped. I think they actually a little bit. Think the scarab and the moon, the moon thing that he pulls out of his chest, the moon knifey thing has actual mm -hmm. sayings on them in hieroglyphics mm -hmm. like they're not just gibberish so that's that's nice yeah i mean it's not like if you want to study it to me it has more truth in it than like disney's hercules oh oh yeah yeah definitely like th that's that's what i consider like a two okay all right i'm being too harsh so I, I think i'm gonna give it like a like a 4.5 okay I i'll i'll agree with you on that because i mean they had to really kid down Hercules. It's like, well, yeah. So I think that from an entertainment value, I, I really did enjoy it until they started ripping opening, open a, mon a mummy. Oh my God, Allie, talk. The point of the show isn't to be historically accurate. If you right. want a historically accurate movie, you need to go watch a documentary. Right. And that isn't this. Correct. But I think we got like, I know I personally are getting like my friends telling me that they want me to do this episode, let alone how many people have asked during our live, during your lives, our lives, yes, yeah. your lives. <laughs> I mean, technically, it's ours too because you're there. No, it's not our lives. I'm not live. I'm a moderator. <laughs> you're the best. I moderator. just kick people out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> there are plenty of documentaries that you can watch that have more accurate information if you actually are interested mm -hmm. in Egyptology. Yeah, but like this obviously isn't it. No, no. And if it's not supposed to be this. No, it's not. It is absolutely for entertainment value. And that's what that's how you have to look at it. And that's how I told myself before I started watching Moon Knight. I'm like, I have to I have to look at this as an entertainment value. Do not get pissed off. Everything will be fine. And that's how I did it. And I really, really enjoy it. I think it's yeah. really neat. And I love it. And I actually thought about reading the comics because of it. But I haven't. So. I know that there were like comics hidden throughout the 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 um the the episodes. Yeah, I think I only I stopped paying attention after I like found the first one, and then I just forgot to look at the rest of them. Me too. I was the first and second one I I noticed, but then the others I kind of forgot. I don't know if they did they. Maybe I was just too enamored no. by all the stuff. <laughs> I think there was one in every episode. Well, have, so um, like if you don't know what we're talking about, there is a QR code in each episode that if you pause it and you scan it with your phone, it'll take you to a Moon Knight comic yeah. that I think was supposed to hit towards the next episode. Maybe. I don't know. I just know that they're there. Yeah. 
which I think is really neat. Yeah, I'm out of notes. I that's that's all I had to say. The, what was I going to rant? I was probably going to rant about set back when I'm like, okay, before before I rant about this, I need to talk about this, and then I forgot what I was going to rant about. Set wasn't even in it, babe. <laughs> probably not, but you know, things that like connect the dots. Or we'll be talking a lot about set in our next episode, which is um. The kind of expectations versus reality of deity work. Yeah. So we're going to be going into kind of deep diving into, not really deep diving, we're not giving a lot away, but like of our practices and like how deity work is portrayed on TikTok versus our experiences in deity work. So we're going to be talking a lot about set next episode. Yes. <laughs> She's like, I'm ready. <laughs> I am. I am ready. Hopefully I don't go off too much of a rant. You're going to, but it's okay. Yeah. We all expect it by now. I love you guys. I'm sorry. All right. Thank you guys so much for, you know, hanging out with us for the past, like, very, very long episode. Thank you, guys. We hope you Thank enjoy you. the Moon Knight episode that everyone wanted to hear about. And let us know. Let us know how how you feel. Hopefully about we it. lived up to your expectations. Yeah. <laughs> or not. I don't know. I don't, is this what you guys want? <laughs> have a Have a great month, guys. See you, yeah, next month. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Much love.